Welcome to the Amplify You podcast with your host, me, moi, Danielle, where I interview entrepreneurs from all different types of businesses and share their story and amplify them. I am so excited to share each and every one of them with you. And maybe you're going through an entrepreneurial journey and you might see yourself within them and that might help help elevate you. So I'm stoked. I hope you are. So stay tuned. This is going to be an incredible ride. Welcome, welcome back. I am so excited that you guys are here and I have an incredible human with me today. And if you guys are were born in the 80, late 80s, early 90s, like he's going to give you that vibe of all the memories that you like miss out on. So I have Kyle here. So Kyle, I'm going to pass you the mic, do a little intro of yourself, and then we'll kind of go from there. Absolutely. So my name is Kyle. Um, my Instagram and TikTok handles are Millennial Kyle. And I focus strictly on nostalgia throwbacks, but it's not just nostalgia. It's a little bit of body rolling, a little bit of high kicking. (laughs) So when I tell people and they ask, well, what do you actually do? I'm like, well, I take a 90s situation from my childhood and then I just toss in a body roll and high kick. Like, what is that? I'm like, I just got to show you. Let me just show you what it is. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I kind of want to get into, like, first of all, TikTok has grown to this phenomenon right? Mm-hmm. It, and it's gone through this phases of, you know, it's, it's good to be on it, not good to be on it. But like, I kind of want to talk about how you started on there. Like, what, what did you just say, this is going to be my niche and this is what I'm going to do? Or like, how did it kind of form? It was completely random. So I downloaded TikTok, I think it was May 2020. Okay. I think a lot of influencers and creatives started around that time frame. We all trying to mm-hmm. figure out what it is. Yep. Um, and I just kind of threw some stuff at the wall to see what would stick. Um, I had one viral video of my cat. Um, it was me digging her litter box from the whole sound, <laughs> the keep on digging, keep on digging. So I, I, that one was my first viral one. And that one was really cool. Um, and it was just great to see everyone kind of engaging with the comments. And then it kind of trickled into, oh my God, I should just throw some random situations that I know a lot of other people have, have experienced in the nineties and two thousands, because you know, that's starting to, to blow up a little bit and my playlists are all 90s and 2000s. So that was the perfect time to just, I think, kind of start that part of my my journey with nostalgia. And it, it took off from there. It started on TikTok. And then I think in the past year, it's kind of slowly grown into Instagram, which is amazing. Well, I I mean, it is amazing. And I, like I said, before we like got on to record, I was like, you're bringing back memories that I like I've, I've missed. So, mm-hmm. and it brings up jo- and it and brings me joy and I know it's, it brings others joy. So I, my next question for you, I guess, is like social media in the whole mind frame, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you deal with those comments that might not be the greatest, right? Cause mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you get those. Oh, every once in a while. Yeah. I think a lot of people have experienced that and it, it sucks sometimes to see it. Um, but I think the biggest thing is you really just going to focus on your content. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a combo of some of the negative comments. Like you said, TikTok has its waves of, yep. oh my God, it's, I'm doing great. And then it, it's the roller coaster. It can happen to anybody. So I think it's just, it's always staying consistent with what you love to make. And I love editing and creating my videos, my posts. So it's, it's even more fun. So, and it's become a fun little kind of side gig, which is great. And I think I definitely noticed that like you, you are really good at the editing part. Like I, I don't like, I, I'm, I'm good with social media, but I know with the editing part, that is not my jam. But like, if you have that niche, like it, it works. It's the really way to go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yep. yep. I'm a psycho on the couch. I'm like, oh no, I gotta just, 
point one seconds off. I got to just edit just a little bit more. <laughs> so I guess. So I guess my next question is for you because um, I know a lot of listeners that listen to the podcast are entrepreneurs, right? They're wanting to build mm-hmm. businesses or or what have you. So when when someone looks at your page, right, like it, they they might question, like, okay, so how is he gaining money in this? Are like I guess I'll ask you, are you gaining any type of income through this? Yeah. I think it started out on based on views and sometimes it's, it's not a lot of money at first, especially when it's just based on the views, Mm -hmm. but then as kind of brands or PR agencies start seeing what you're doing, they start following you. I think that's kind of when it trickles down to, Oh, this is getting a little bit more serious. Um, Now I'm getting paid brand deals with, you know, big names Mm -hmm. and it doesn't, it's tough because you don't always get them consistently. They kind of come from different, different angles. Um, so I think you just got to kind of be able to be, know how to organize all the kind of companies coming in at once. Well, I guess then that brings me to my next question with, with brand deals, right? Because I'm sure you get emails all the time, like let's connect, let's, let's collab, let's, you know, that I work for this, this company. How do you choose mm-hmm. the right ones for you? Exactly. So I, I do work with my own PR, um, okay. which is really helpful. She's been great at kind of gearing me towards things that that fit more my niche and my page. And then I'll also get emails that they've looked at my account and said, oh, you're a 90s throwback account. Well, we're doing a campaign on, you know, Dunkaroos or something kind of random in that that time frame. And it it's it fits perfectly because I kind of mix a little bit of the situation and then throw the music in as well. No, that's awesome. That's a little bit of both. I think that's important because I think that there, it can happen where you'll get in all these emails and it's like, how do you how do you decide which ones are right? You know, mm-hmm. you get DMs. It's like, right? is it legit too? Is it spam? Right. Is it real? That's you the gotta do, you, you got to do your, re- you got to do your research for sure. Exactly. For sure. Yep. So Absolutely. how do you come up with these, with this content? First of all, like, I mean, obviously you have this, the music, but like, how do you, how do you get creative with it? A lot of it is completely spontaneous. So I don't know if you saw the mozzarella stick in the food series, I think a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I literally was on the couch. My husband was sitting next to me. I got up and I went, I need to make a mozzarella TikTok. I need to slide down a mozzarella stick pole. And I need to just, it's just me enjoying the presence of mozzarella sticks. I need to do that with queso. I need to do it with guacamole. So sometimes it's completely spontaneous. Sometimes it'll start with a song. So I'll listen to my playlist and then I'm like, oh, this situation would be great with Adam Lambert or, oh, this Uh pink song would be great with you know, another situation. So it kind of, it kind of varies. And sometimes know, it's spontaneous, sometimes it's planned out. No, I love it though. And, and I know that there's other people that kind of do similar things that you do. Right. I know mm-hmm. I interviewed, I actually interviewed uh, Kate, who is also, mm-hmm. does the same thing that she's amazing. Love Kate. She's amazing. And she, <laughs> I met her in person. My husband and I met her and Chad back in September. Uh-huh. Absolute sweethearts. Absolute sweethearts. I love it. Love and both. have you like kind of built a community around that? Like, have you guys have, did you guys think about doing collaborations with all of, all of like the nineties throwbacks and stuff like that? Or. Yeah. So we did a quick one cause it, it timing just didn't work out. Right. Um, but Kate and I did do one back in January. It was uh the Facebook, Facebook poke, the Facebook poke wars. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we, we did that one. I'm like, Oh, that was like big 2006, 2007 energy. Um, but I am in the works with working with a couple other ones as, as well. So no set projects yet, but we've kind of DM'd back and forth to an exchange number. So hopefully 
there'll be a bigger project. And I love that. And I think that it also, you know, it brings up another note of, you know, when you're, when you see other people doing what you do, you could either go two ways of the mind frame, right? You can be like, F her, like, or him, Mm -hmm. you know, or you could be like, okay, you go, you go, let's collaborate. Let's do this. So exactly. What, what made you go that route rather than the other route with, with these, you mean the more positive route? Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I think, cause you know what it is? I, now that I'm in this kind of influencing world, mm-hmm. I know how hard it can be. So I know just by kind of watching people's content, I know that they put a lot of time into it and I know, cause I do it myself now. So I think the biggest thing in the influencing society is to not be envious of views and likes. And that's hard sometimes cause it's a, everyone's competitive at some point, but I think it's good to just kind of build each other up because it is, you, you really, there's no one to really show you how to do it. You kind of just kind of thrown into it. You make a video, that's going viral. Okay, well, how do I how do I make a business out of this? How do I keep this going? And you kind of have to learn along the way. So I I respect other people that do it as well because it's it's tough, but it's a lot of fun at the same time. And I think that's so important to go that route to you know to 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 collaborate and to be that like lifting other people up that are doing the same thing with mm-hmm. you because you can learn from them too, right? I mean, that's exactly. Oh, they mm-hmm. edit, they used a green screen in this. Well, yeah. I'm going to go get a green screen to make it a little more crisp and and kind of mm-hmm. fresh and fun. So I know that you know my listeners when they when they I know they always like they're content creators as well. So. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that for a second, because like all your videos, I am sure, take time to really think about, you know, your editing, you want to make it perfect. So how do you build, how do you go about your content? It's kind of, yeah, it starts with, like I said, it always starts with an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it could take a little bit to try to connect a song with the actual idea. So that kind of takes a little bit sometimes. Um, but once that kind of gets rolling, it's all right. I know exactly what I want to do. Um, I need to make sure I have enough time to edit. And sometimes editing can take 10 minutes if it's a kind of a quick little video, mm-hmm. or it can take an hour depending on how much green screen I use. Um, so yeah, it, I, think it, I think it just depends per post. Okay. And do you, you, go do, either you way. do you pick like specific days that you create content or is it kind of spontaneous? I'd say more for the paid partnerships are definitely more planned out. Okay. And one every week at the iced coffee Fridays, those yes. ones are always planned out a couple of days ahead. I'm like, all right. Cause I have to go get the coffee. I have to go take a break from work. I'm just going to be 10 minutes. I got to go grab my coffee. Um, <laughs> that's usually planned out two to three days, but a lot of my other content is, is pretty spontaneous. So the, there are days that I don't have anything in mind of, I'm like, what am I going to post? And then it comes at like four at night, I'll post the next day. So, but, and you also, are you also working full-time for, uh, with another, uh, like doing something else? As a yeah. So I'm f- full-time finance, work from home. Okay. And then this is kind of like my, my little side gig, side so gig let's, hobby. Let's talk about that for a second. Cause a lot of people, you know, that are out there might like be timid in, you know, getting out of their full-time job because I, I don't, I don't know if you're feeling this way, but like, are you potentially thinking that this like gig that you're that you're doing right now, the side gig could be potentially mm-hmm. like a full-time thing. Yeah. I, I think it definitely could in the future. I think right, right. now I love it as a part-time because I love my right. full-time job. Right. love the people I work with. Um, right. But this absolutely, I think as the ball gets rolling even more, there's, there's always potential to, to have more collaborations and to, like I said, make it a full-time job. Yeah. And I think that 
you know, and and with some people, when they work, when they're working a full time job, they love their full time job, but they want to do this side gig. So I, I want to honor you in that 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 like you can do both, right? It's absolutely not, right. Because I think and if you, people- t- if you if you're so stressed with, oh, how do I work and come up with the content? It's like if you yeah. have a really rigid job, you can always kind of plan time with. All right, I'm going to take this hour of the day and just come up with ideas, just to get kind of like a baseline kind of plan. And then I could, the filming, filming and editing can come later. As long as you have the base ideas, everything kind of falls into place after that. And I think that's important to note is that like, because your full-time job can, can get consuming. If you can figure out those little small timeframes of doing that, I think that's key. A hundred percent. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. I, I guess like, as we're kind of rounding out, my next question for you is, you know, what's next? Like, what is next for you? Because like the the content that you're creating is just so epic. And like, where do you see it going? I, that's, I question that every day. I'm like, all right, Mm. what, what can I push the limits to next? So I, I've expanded to YouTube. So I don't know if we'll have some, some millennial blogs with my husband. Everyone's like, when is your husband going to get into more of these posts? I'm like, I know I got to, I got to reel him in a little bit more. (laughs) Um, but I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of, it's scary and exciting not to know what's next. So I'm kind of just going to stick with my nostalgia and and see how it can grow from there. I mean, I'm excited to see what's next because like I said before, I think that your content is incredible and like you make me laugh. Like every video that you post, it just brings a smile to my face and I know it brings Thank you. other people's smiles. And I think you you also pointed out, like have your, your partner... Obviously, he probably isn't in it as well with the with the social media. So, how is that? Mm-hmm. Like, how does he deal with that? He, as soon <laughs> as he sees me go to the closet, right, I'm gonna get my green screen up. He's like, "Oh, there he goes again." He's got the stands. He's got the ten foot green screen ready to go. Uh, <laughs> but he's like, he's like my biggest cheerleader, which is really it's even better too to be in. You feel alone sometimes in the influencing world, but yes. to have the support is also really important. And him being in the videos is just like another bonus. I'm like, this is this is amazing. I'm going to edit you here. I'm going to edit you with a little cashier at the grocery store. (laughs) So I, but I think that's, I think for my account, I really want to get into more, even more editing. I want to start creating like more 2000 music videos, like recreating the music videos, kind of getting really technical with it. Um, Now that I have the green screen, uh, anything's possible now. So it's, 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 it's a lot of fun. And no, I, and I love that, that your, your partner is so supportive too, because I know mm-hmm. that there's some people that like, who are in partnerships and they like, one is into all this type of stuff. They don't understand it. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, I, I, it's, it's nice to see when, when you have a partner, that's really like your, your cheerleader, right? Your ultimate Absolutely. Cheerleader. Definitely. You need it. And if it's not your partner, if you can't find that your partner, find a friend that'll be there for you. Mm-hmm. To kind of at least just kind of give you that little boost and just positivity, because like you said, with the negative comments, it can it can be tough if you're alone. You need you need support for sure. I I couldn't I couldn't agree more with you, and I think that it is lonely. It is lonely in the influencer world at times. And mm-hmm. It is important to have that community, to have those people that are going to lift you up. So absolutely. But I know that my listeners are going to want to like tackle you, like they want to going to want to reach out to you, want to connect with yes. you. So. So share all the things that they can connect you with you with. I'm going to put it in the show notes, but. Absolutely. So I'm, like I said, I'm on Instagram, uh, Millennial Kyle. So this is actually really funny, really quick. Uh, TikTok, it's spelt correctly, Millennial <laughs> Kyle. 
Instagram. I tried to change it on Instagram, but the username is taken. So it has one end. So it's spelled incorrectly. Okay. But both are Millennial Kyle and I'm now on YouTube, Millennial Kyle as well. But yeah, I, I accept, I love to respond to any DMs or um, yeah, direct messages. So just send the, send the novels over. And I like to reply to as, as many as I can. And I promise you guys, he will. He will respond to you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it is I do. Yep. It is not a bot. It is definitely not. It is him. That's going to respond yes. to you for sure. <laughs> absolutely. Yep. For sure. But Kyle, thank you so much for just taking the time to sit down with me and chat with my listeners. And I really, literally, I cannot wait to see what's, what's, what's next for you. I really can't. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. A- appreciate you. Definitely. So if you guys love this episode, please, you know, tag the two of us. We'll show you back some love, but talk to you soon. Guys, I'm super excited to announce that I just launched an online clothing boutique called Bella Mel Boutique in honor of my sister who passed away from cancer. The clothing in there right now is incredible. The wholesalers that I'm that I'm going to have in there, I'm being very strategic. Um, they're going to be very special, near and dear to my heart as well. So please check out the website, bellamelboutique.com and check the Instagram page, Bellamel Boutique. And I can't wait for you guys to see it.